From TLDR News, this is your daily briefing for Tuesday the 3rd of January 2022. Good afternoon. In today's Spotlight story, we run through the selection of a new US speaker. This isn't the only thing happening in the world right now though, so we'll also run through three of today's other important stories. But first, who's going to lead the US House of Representatives? The new US Congress is set to convene for the first time today, but the question of who will replace outgoing House Speaker Nancy Pelosi is up in the air due to Republican Party infighting. The House's top-ranking Republican, Kevin McCarthy, had long been considered the likely successor to Nancy Pelosi. After the Republicans defeated Pelosi's Democrats in November's midterm elections to take control of the House of Representatives, one might have expected McCarthy to be a shoo-in to be the new Speaker. But McCarthy's easy path to the top job has turned into an uphill struggle as a number of the more conservative members of his own party have voiced their opposition to him in a bid to extract certain concessions. The first order of business for a new House of Representatives is to elect a new Speaker. All 435 members of the House can vote and a simple majority is needed. So if every member shows up, then Kevin McCarthy needs 218 votes to be elected. Following the midterms, the Republicans hold 222 seats, meaning McCarthy can only afford to lose a small number from his party. More than a dozen Republicans have raised concerns about McCarthy, as he has particularly struggled to win over the further right Freedom Caucus. Over the weekend, he unveiled a package of proposed House rule changes to try and bring Republican dissenters onto his side. This included a concession to Conservatives to make it easier for House members to force a vote on ousting the Speaker. But on Sunday night, nine Republican lawmakers published an open letter in which they refused to commit to back him, saying his proposals did not go far enough. Allies of McCarthy say that they're confident that he has the required number of votes to be elected Speaker. And McCarthy himself told reporters yesterday that, I think we'll have a good day tomorrow. If McCarthy fails to secure a majority in the ballot today, then subsequent votes will be held, something that has not happened on the House floor for a century. McCarthy could still become Speaker if he wins any subsequent ballot, but it's possible that Republicans could end up coalescing around another individual, like Republican second-in-command Steve Scalise, although he publicly backs McCarthy. Right now, no Republican has enough public support to secure the role of Speaker. So the stage is set for a political showdown. It's possible that the process could drag on for days before Kevin McCarthy either secures enough votes or decides to stand aside in favour of someone else. Either way, it makes the Republican Party look pretty disunited on just day one of their control of the House. OK, so that's the biggest story of the day, but there's a lot more going on around the world. So here's a rundown of three other stories. It's been announced today that the Japanese government is trying something relatively radical in order to try and address population decline in its rural communities. The government has pledged to pay families 1 million yen, or about $7,500, per child to move out of Greater Tokyo. In essence, the government has realised that cities and towns outside the capital can be viewed as unfashionable, and as such has led to them having a shrinking, ageing population. To redress this balance, any family that moves out of the capital will receive this million yen payment in addition to the three million yen that was already available in financial support. 
The money will only be available to those families that live outside of the capital for at least five years. Anyone that returns within the five years will have to return any financial support that they're given. There's more on the way, but be sure to subscribe and ring the bell to make the daily briefing part of your daily routine. Or just search for us on your podcast app to listen along. Leo Varadkar, the Irish Taoiseach, or in other words, Prime Minister, has said that mistakes were made on all sides in the handling of the UK's exits from the European Union. On the subject of the UK's post-Brexit trading arrangements, in particular the Northern Ireland Protocol, Varadkar admitted that the treaty was perhaps a little too strict. He added that he would be flexible and reasonable when attempting to solve issues relating to the protocol, in a sign that there is room to make changes. The Northern Ireland Protocol has been contentious since it came into force in 2021, as it effectively keeps Northern Ireland aligned with certain EU trade rules, thus requiring checks on goods arriving in Northern Ireland ports from Great Britain. Unionist opposition to the protocol in Northern Ireland has resulted in the Democratic Unionist Party from boycotting the nation's political institutions and preventing them from operating. The Irish Prime Minister said he understands this unionist frustration as they feel it diminishes Northern Ireland's place in the UK. The EU and the UK are still in negotiations over the protocol. It's been reported in recent days that there's huge anger in Russia over a Ukrainian attack that killed a huge number of Russian troops. The Ukrainian military were able to strike a temporary barracks in Mikhievka, located in Donetsk. The troops were reportedly being housed alongside an ammunition dump, which was hit by US-made HIMARS launchers. Ukraine claims that this strike killed about 400 Russian troops and left around 300 injured. Russia claims that only 63 troops were killed. Either way, this is a huge loss for Russia and has led to questions being asked internally. Sergei Miranov, a former chairman of the Russian Senate, has demanded criminal liability for those who allowed the concentration of military personnel in an unprotected building. This feeling that the Russian troops died through negligence of Russian military commanders has been echoed through Russia recently. We don't know yet, though, what will come of this feeling of fury. Finally today, in the uplifting story, we have a look at a pizza shop in Edinburgh. Mark Wilkinson owns Pure Pizza in Morningside in the Scottish capital and has decided to do something that benefits his fellow Scots that are currently living through the cost of living crisis. He's decided that for the next month he'll provide free pizzas to everyone in Edinburgh. About this decision, Wilkinson said, I keep hearing about how the cost of living is affecting so many people and I just thought that my ovens are running all day anyway so they may as well be working at full capacity all day if it helps people. Altruism is something that really interests me, so I wanted to try it. He estimates that this venture into altruism will cost him about £12,000. If anyone who owns a pizza shop in London is planning to do anything similar, let us know. That's all we have time for on YouTube today, but if you want to watch the extended ad-free edition of The Daily Briefing, that's over on Nebula. Now might be the time to do it, as there's an offer which gets you a year of membership for less than $1 a month. That's huge because Nebula subscribers not only get everything you've already watched ad-free, but also an extended edition of the show every single day, available to watch on Nebula or stream on your podcast app of choice. They also get access to a ton of other exclusive ad-free TLDR content, as well as videos from all your favourite creators. 
The good news is, like I mentioned, our friends at CuriosityStream, the streaming service which offers you some of the world's best documentaries, is offering an incredible deal whereby you can get both platforms, CuriosityStream and Nebula, for less than $12 a year. That's all the documentaries you could want on CuriosityStream, and then more TLDR content on Nebula, including the extended briefing, other full exclusive TLDR videos, and it's always ad-free. Click the link below to get both services for less than a dollar a month, a deal which doesn't last long, and support the channel.